This is Marky Mark Markellis from Soul Wizard Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it, because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people, right? You bring people to care, you want, you want to strike emotions, and I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yep. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. I'm no sure somebody's written that one pounder with cheese in France, Mickey? <laughs> what? <laughs> Royale with cheese, Mickey? Yeah, Mickey. I can totally See? I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my, my progeny to you of a mighty Marvel beast. <laughs> <laughs> but Neil Adams is somewhere going, hmm, it's, uh, it's my time. Uh, <laughs> How do you measure success? Hey, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Speak. I'm your host, Dave. And John. JD is back. Yes, yes, JD is back. Back and better than ever. I'm okay. Oh, okay. So, 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 how have you been, JD? You had a busy week last week. Too busy. Too too busy. Too busy. I still haven't watched those movies you guys were. Their movie you guys reviewed. I oh. just I'm busy. You haven't watched Godzilla versus. I haven't had time. I'm just busy. Like I'm getting this. I'm watching a Kickstarter. If you're listening this Wednesday, I'm watching it next month. This upcoming Monday. So. Ooh, John, now you look possessed. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm purple. Red is not doing it. <laughs> just lost my train of thought. Yeah, launching a, <laughs> launching a new Kickstarter for the, the next book on Monday. So I'm just getting, just spending time doing that. And then my responsibilities with Flaky Media have, have grown. So money's good, but it's just, it's a lot of time, man. It's a lot of time. Just getting stuff ready and writing. And this has been a stressful couple of weeks. We start wrestling season next Monday too, so. Ah, busy, busy, busy. Yep. Yes. How, how's this? Better. <laughs> That's yellow. I put yellow up. Yeah. But I think orange, orange is what you want to balance out. Blue, but yellow was close enough that that'll do it. Okay. I'll throw orange. I'll throw orange up next, and we'll see. By the way, okay. So it's my turn. So JD, I've got another one for you. I've got. I've got another one. Ready? I got right. So like on the heels. So that time I got reincarnated as oh, a okay. slime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That time I got reincarnated as slime just ended season uh, two, three, I mean, and it, it they've replaced it with the Slime Diaries, but Hot on the Heels is a brand new contender for spring anime, and, and the title is, and you're going to love this, I've been killing slimes for 300 years and maxed out my level. Wow. That's... That's a pitch. I, I think I know, right? I think I think they're going to get to the point where, like, the title of these light novels is just going to be the first paragraph. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Something's clearly lost in the translation, but yeah, I'm sure that's that's a thing, man. <laughs> so that's that's what you've been doing is uh, is watching that all week. No, no, oh, 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 oh. no, no. I, I've 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 been actually I spent the week coding. So, but you know that's I don't know searching for something interesting on TV, re catching up on some reading. Nothing really interesting per se. Yeah. I just I just read a book last night that I finished. Yeah. I'm not going to name the name of the writer because I do like the writer, but he he's a normal he's a thriller writer who who wrote his a mystery novel, and you get to the end of the mystery, 
Right. And this frustrated me so much. Like it was a nice little twist. And then you get to the very end and there's like a break of two months from the end of the trial to when he confronts the real killer. And then he goes like, this isn't your real name. Your real name is such and such and such and such. And you had an affair with this person, this person. I'm reading this. I'm like, you didn't tell us any of this information. Like there's no way we as the audience could have known any of this going ahead. Like, and you're not even telling us how you found this out. It's just a pure exposition dump within the last 20 pages. I was so just disheartened by the entire process. So he pulled a a DC Lex Luthor, right? A DCU Lex Luthor. Just off screen, somehow he found out who Batman and Superman was. Never gave us any indication of why or how. Yeah, and like, and like characters like, it just, it was so, and I'm not saying I'm the greatest writer. I know I'm doing, but it just like, as a reader, I was, cause I was really into this book too. And I was so just let down in the last 20 pages. It just like, kind of like, it really soured me on, on reading this series again. You, you were kind of waiting for the like, oh yeah, I remember like three chapters ago, he mentioned this and that, that makes sense. And you know, like that. All I want, all just, I want yeah. is from a mystery is to be as well plotted and make as much logical sense as an episode of Columbo. Yeah. yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, like, it, that's the, the template is there. Follow the template. And I get you don't want to, like, you want to keep people guessing. But I mean, like, if I can't, if I don't see it, I mean, like, if I didn't see it coming and the pieces are there, I'm like, oh, you got me. But mm-hmm. if I didn't see it coming because you didn't tell me any of this stuff. Then that's right, not like, a mystery. Yeah. Right. That's just, you're cheating. Yeah. So, yeah, that soured me. I was reading that last night before bed. And then I was pacing the house for like an hour. I was so frustrated by it. <laughs> I, I get it. That's a I get passionate it. reader. I would have gone I with like Monk, reading. not Columbo, but I've never we, seen an episode of Monk. But uh, I really like Columbo. You would like you would like Monk. I pr- I've heard good things about it for years. I just never I just never saw it. Yeah, the only problem is uh, what? Well, with your time schedule, yeah, the only you can problem, spoil the show. I'm probably not going to watch it. Yeah, the, the the problem being that they ended it really quick and they didn't never address certain things during that that had been brought up during the entire rest of the series yeah, yeah, yeah. and the ending was kind of not a it was it was disappointing it was still good but it was disappointing you know yeah like there were a lot of hints dropped as to who his wife's real killer was and like to the point of like they they, they even showed a guy with six fingers at one point yep yes the six-fingered man you know also also here from yeah so, but yeah, but then they just, it just, that was never explained. So nope. I wonder if it was canceled. It was, it was canceled, but they had enough time. I don't know. I don't mm. know what happened. Like, well, it might've been because the original writers were off by then. And I don't know. That's, yeah, that happens was, a lot when you get a new show runner on and they're just not kind of on board with what you've got. And that planned. was also like in the middle of the strike <clears throat> as well. Mm. The writer's oh, strike. the writer's strike. That can screw a lot of things Uh-oh. up. I do have a, I do have one thing to show you. See these? See that? Drugs? No, these are real lime Skittles, original oh. lime Skittles. Do you how did you procure those? these? Do you, have any, do you have any idea how much those are worth on the street? <laughs> $3? Actually, a lot more. If you go into eBay, they're selling pound bags for like, you know, $1,000. If you pay $1,000 for, for a thing of candy, you're an idiot. Why, pray tell, <laughs> does, how did, you pro, how did you come into contact with said Skittles? I was, I was cleaning out, I spent the weekend coding, but I was also finally cleaning out my garage and I found a bag that I had bought that was still good sitting in one of the boxes that I had next to some really old crackers. 
The Skittles are good. The crackers, not so much. I wouldn't eat the crackers. No. I don't know if I would eat the Skittles. But, uh, the, the expiration date is only like a couple of months ago. Um, they're, pure, they're pure sugar. They don't like go bad. So what? Stop. I was coughing. Was, no, I was coughing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had to, I had the the sound off, it looked like you were. Yeah, you I can see that. I, I can see it. No, I, I got off. I got a, the sound off and looked like you were making fun of it. I got a hair in my throat as I try to play with my light. I got a refra- wow. I just got a refractor, a reflector, and I'm trying to use that to like light my face this week to get rid of these shadows. And I think I'm making things worse. But I'm going to continue playing because I'm a tweaker. <laughs> or a twerker. No, I haven't twerked in years. Yeah, that well, you know, that's what a restraining order will happen. That's what happens when you get a restraining order. <laughs> I tried to tell, I tried to explain where I was coming from, and they didn't care. So, Dave, how are you? What I miss? Yeah, I'm all right. I oh god, I've been busy as well this week. Of course, everyone knows our show got out late last week. There's no video up on YouTube for it. I was busy. My weekend, my week schedule was thrown off. Yeah, so we didn't record till Wednesday, and then had to get it out Thursday, and then I was really busy Friday. Good things are happening, but I don't want to jinx anything. I kind of talked about it last week a little bit, <laughs> as you sneak a line to let you around. But, what were uh, you saying? <laughs> but, but good things for my career, I'll just say oh. that. And then, but yeah, so that's that's been actually keeping me quite busy. And then, yeah, I got nothing else. <laughs> really, yeah, just, just keeping busy. I haven't even really watched anything. I'm trying to get caught up on uh, Flash. I'm behind on that. Oh, I'm behind on all those. But I'm not behind on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I thought you were going to say Falcon Crest for some reason. I don't know why that was in my head. Falcon Crest. That was like a, I think it was like Knots Landing 80s, and Dallas. Yeah, 80s nighttime soap operas that I never watched because I was too young. But it's yeah. in my head. It's burrowed into my subconscious for some reason. <laughs> Are we all caught up on Falcon and Winter Soldier? We are. Oh yeah, and yes. eagerly awaiting to see what they there's supposed to be. Well, you know, in in the reports say that there's going to be a special character. Uh, yeah, I was going to get to that in a minute. But what did we think of the latest episode? Um, the, the world the was shit watching. Hit the, the shit hit the fan. Well, at least the blood did. He decapitated yeah. a man with the shield. Yeah. <sighs> Did he actually decapitate him? It's kind of what I, this the vibe I got. I figure either decapitation or crushed his entire chest. Yeah. The trajectory of the blood circle leads me to believe that the head was severed yeah. from yeah. the neck while he was begging not to be murdered. So, yeah. That's not a, that's not a Steve Rogers thing. Well, that's the whole point of the show is there is, there can only be one Steve Rogers. Right, right. Exactly. That definitely is the point of the show at this point. Much like the Highlander. Mm. I think it's interesting mm. that I, I Battlestar, I, I kind of felt he was cannon fodder, but I was shocked how quickly he got killed. He, he it turns out he was um, John Walker's moral compass. Yes, that, that's, that was the whole point. And then he lost it when he was killed mm-hmm. and uh, he murdered someone. Now, is that cold blood? Yes, that's the definition of cold blood. Mm-hmm. When someone says no, no, please, and you say I think you, and then you drop the sword, the shield on their throat, especially when being filmed by at least fifty different people in front of a crowd. Now, there's actually a there's a scene in the comics that is kind of like that, where Walker kills someone, but then Battlestar is with him and comes up and is like, you know, they're talking about it. He's like, ah, you know, 
he had it coming. He's like, no, I lost it. You know, blah, blah. I shouldn't have done that. So and this is like the reverse of that. Yeah, I kind of like this better, right? Like this, this shows that Walker really couldn't handle the pressure of being Captain America. Right. You're right. And like, cause he, he took the drugs and then he killed the peoples. And they're like the, the idea is that, I mean, even though it's not Erskine's original formula, it's still a variance of it that basically brings out more of what you are, right? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't give you the big bulge muscles and all that and all, but but it it's still like augments you. And he it's funny because they talk about how he got his medals. Yeah. And it sure sounds like he got his medals just by executing a bunch of people. Yeah. You yeah. know? And that is not a Steve Rogers move. No. Yeah. You know? Well, they, 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 they mentioned the, you know, well, Steve Rogers, you know, was it, he, 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 he laid down on a, on a land, on a, on a uh, grenade, grenade. Right. And the, and, and he said, oh yeah, well I did it too, you know, with my helmet because, you know, it's, it's got padding. Everything's like, no, no, Steve Rogers went down on the grenade that knowing he was going to die and hoping that, to help to save other people. And that is mm-hmm. such a good, that's a funny line, but such a great character moment too, mm-hmm. right? Because Steve Rogers didn't think twice. And John Walker thought of, well, how can I do this to, what way can I, can I do this to, you know, help us and not put myself in danger? Right. Right. You know, and it's, it's really well-written show. And this is what I really like about it is how gray everything is. Right, like not, they're not not DC great. <laughs> it's a little less. It's to be frank, it's a little more desaturated than anything else Marvel's done, as mm-hmm. far as the color palette goes. It's not quite. Yeah. yeah, we're not quite DC, but I mean, like for Marvel, there's less color than normal, which makes sense. But like everyone, with the exception of Sam Wilson, is some is on is on that shade of gray scale, right? And they had a nice moment too, where they asked Sam, "Hey, would you take the serum?" No, he didn't think twice to say no. Right. But then. You know, Battlestar is like, yeah, I would do it. And then, of course, then, which is just what John Walker wants to hear, because, of course, he wants to do it. So everyone is on, everyone is so, is sort of between hero and villain, even Zemo. Zemo's, they even say Zemo's been pulling his worth, like working for the angels on this. You know, it's very, it's very interesting to me how, how no one is, no one besides Sam Wilson is a true hero or true villain. Well, I'd say the winter soldier is like he's doing he's a murderer he's a mass murderer yeah his whole well, he, he his is. whole his whole arc is dealing with the trauma the fact that he's not a good person true well he wasn't a good person but also because he was being mind controlled he's yeah but at the same time you have to live with that trauma right and he's right. living well with yeah this. he's trying to find his balance now right? right he's trying to find out who he is now and he's worried that he is the killer that with, the well, mind, right, right right correct which puts him into that so he's not He's not squeaky clean either. Right. True, but he's still but he's that, still better than he's he's still better than the new Captain America. Yes. I mean, yes. By right. far. Okay. I mean that that line from the third episode, I think it was, when Bucky's like, Well, what if Cap was wrong about me? Or what if Steve was wrong about me? Mm-hmm. Like that is his, his arc. Yeah. Like, yep. It summed up. Yeah, and then oh I can't think of her name. The Agent thirteen? No, no, not Agent Thirteen. Carly? Uh, what? Carly? Carly. Carly, Carly Morgenthau, Flag Smasher. No, 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 no. The Wakanda. Oh, Akoi. Yes. Yes. That was a very interesting. I mean, we knew she was going to be in it. We knew they were going to be in it from the end of episode three. But it was like, oh, okay. They would have. I'm trying to figure out. 
Well, because oh, he, they definitely want Zemo. I yeah, mean, they want Zemo because he killed King Chaka. Yes. King T'Chaka. Excuse me. Yes, King T'Chaka. So, but then, like, when Zemo escaped, they kind of just left. So it was like, well, they're probably going to find. I mean, you know, they're looking for him. Right. Yeah. Like that's not going to end. Boy, what a great sequence too, where the Dora beat up John Walker and they really humble him. Not yes, well, right? not not humble. They basically broke him. Yeah, humiliate. I guess is the better term. Yeah, right? he would. Was, <clears throat> well, he because in his own mind, right? Because Steve Rogers would have gotten up and said, "Wow, good fight. Maybe you, uh, we should train." He'd pull. He'd, he'd basically pull a Goku. Whereas you know, John Walker is so disturbed that he just like took it as a complete insult like he's mm-hmm. dog shit and i'm sure he walked right out of there and just hit himself right up with the soul with the serum right after that mm-hmm. you know because he can't handle it he can't yeah. handle it. he can't handle the pressure of being captain america he's not man enough to be with steve rogers which to be frank nobody is i mean that, and again that's, that's the whole point of the show is that nobody is steve rogers yeah <clears throat> yeah even zemo said that like mm-hmm. uh, even he agreed well yeah he's the one guy that wasn't corrupted but how many of those are around? Yeah, and he's right, too. Zemo's... I get big Hannibal Lecter vibes off of Zemo on this show. <laughs> Especially yes, when he was with the kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> with oh. the Turkish delight. Yes, is there anything creepier than a, a German man singing Baba Black Sheep handing out candy? No. No, there is creepy. Yeah. So- smart. No, Very incredibly smart. Yes. Um, so, as was Hannibal Lecter. Yes. <laughs> this is true. Yes, and it's funny too. Now, here's here's a question. This goes. We talk about toxic fandom on the show a lot. So, of course, you keep seeing the memes on Facebook and whatnot, where it's like, you know, everyone loves Zemo. This, what's wrong with the country or with the world? Everyone loves Zemo and hates Captain America. That's the point, right? (laughs) That's that's on purpose. But apparently, I've heard stories where, like, the actor who plays John Walker, like, people have been giving him threats and stuff on social media that is not accurate he does not have one he does not have social media okay so okay. these are stories that have been concocted and blown out all right right Good. you know and this this is a man that is prepared do we know who this do we know who's playing john walker you guys oh, aware of this um, it's wyatt it's, russell yes kurt russell right. and goldie kurt hans russell. kid yes looks nothing like his parents but like this is a, someone who's prepared for this stuff so and he's no he doesn't have a facebook he doesn't have a twitter Okay. You know, mom and dad have raised him to be smarter than that. So, yeah, it's all cockamamie bull. He'd okay. have to be smarter than that, considering. Yeah. considering well, considering no, just, just considering, like, his famous parents and everything. Oh, probably... yeah. yeah, so this kid is, and his sister, and, like, this kid was raised. Kid, he's, like, 34. This dude was raised to, you know, have this life. So, I mean, he's he gets it. Okay. All right. All right. Because I'll be like... Just because, like, what would you have? Like, he's an actor playing a role. He's not. Right. He's not taking. Right. He's the bad guy. <laughs> there's, there's people like. There's always people like that, though. Well, stupid people, and they like to congregate on social media. Like Reddit is a good place for idiots. Mm-hmm. Twitter brings out the worst of the worst. Hey, we have a, <laughs> never mind. Facebook yeah. not very good either. I find I like TikTok. <laughs> you like a TikTok? Mine, a friend of mine has shown me TikTok. I bought this griddle, this like Blackstone griddle. It's like a grill, but a griddle top. I've fallen in love with this thing. And they have a whole TikTok has this whole page dedicated to like these cooking videos. And I'm like, I thought this was just stupid dancing. This is incredible. Yeah, see, it's awesome. So like, you know, you just have to massage your social media and and you too can avoid idiots. Should I be concerned for you? Concerned that I'm cooking for my family? 
No, no. <laughs> you should be praising me. There, sure. no, there, there is some good TikTok. stuff. TikTok, but no, there. No, I don't have one. Just someone showed it to me. I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, I would manned up to get it. And I wouldn't go on it either. I mean, but there, there are some good. I, only, I just recently because I like the game Among Us. I just found a, a group of kids that do do Among Us videos, and they are hysterical. And they're they're on TikTok too. So TikTok is where the kids are. Mm. Ah, apparently that's why we're not on it. Yes. <laughs> so we know what we're doing this week, right? <laughs> so apparently, yes. Now the the showrunner for Falcon and Winter Soldier has said that in episode five they're going to be introducing a character who is a important character in the comic books, but hasn't been in the MCU yet. Mephisto. <laughs> well it is mephisto and the winter mephisto so <laughs> i'm sorry i saw that on the, i saw that on the email and i had it had been sitting on that joke for about five hours um <laughs> i have no idea i have no idea what this means like that is so vague yeah like okay wolverine like what am i supposed to think yeah i don't know either i mean i'm trying to think of like the events of episode four what could they lead into? I mean, it's funny because I misread it when it was like somebody who hasn't been in the MCU yet. I thought it was somebody. I thought I thought it said somebody people know, but they've seen, but hasn't been in the MCU yet, but has been in like something else. And I was thinking, oh, maybe John Walker's going to go on trial, and Matt Murdock's going to be his lawyer, or maybe <laughs> maybe uh, what's maybe his name? Howard, how, maybe Howard the Duck. We have seen Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck has been in the MCU. Oh, damn. So he came. He was in Guardians. Um, (laughs) I don't think Matt Murdock could be his lawyer because it'd be a military thing. So, you know, it would have to be someone Captain America related. That's actually what I've really been thinking. Yeah. Who haven't we seen that's like super Cap character? And and like, somebody that would be well known, like they said, it yeah. wasn't like a really side character. So it was well because they personally. throw they throw like side characters at us all the time without giving us any kind of warning. That's true. Like and, we got the second Falcon, and no one said nothing about that. Hmm. Yeah, and we got. Uh, I have no idea. I have, I like. I mean, what, what big character have we not seen yet? Besides, like you know, people that yeah, you know, people you wouldn't bring in at this point, like. Mad Murdoch or Sentry or you know just like Jen Walters, John Walters, Jen Walters, Jennifer Walters. Fit they would waste this to just throw somebody at it to never see them again. Like Jennifer, they might bring it, they might bring us somebody who is Jennifer in a property Walters that they're currently developing, either. right? Yeah, yeah, but I don't think She Hawk fits either. Uh, She's a lawyer. I mean, if that's so, if he does get arrested, would he get arrested? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be, no, he wouldn't be arrested. Very... He's got strings he can pull, right? So who? Okay, so we got. Okay, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, so it's it, got to let's read it, let's look logically. It's got to be somebody who's like you said, cap adjacent or U.S. military adjacent, right? Nomad. He what? What? So Captain America adjacent character? Isn't I'm throwing he... shit at the wall, man. I got no ideas. Modok. But the, but the cartoon, cartoon one. <laughs> Patton Oswalt could play a, a MCU version of Modoc. That would not be a terrible move. Jack Flag. Well, yeah, we, yeah, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. So it's got to be some. It can't be anybody that, that plays like a major role because we only have two hours left in the show, and right. they're not going to introduce anybody like major to the plot at this point. So it's got to be. It's it's got to be a cro- a cross promotional thing. It has to be. What's coming next? 
I can, yeah. See, that's the thing. I can't see it not being cross promotional at this point. They're not so going to. What, but what's coming next? Taskmaster. <clears throat> Taskmaster should be interesting. Have we? What's that? Oh, he's going to be in a uh, Black Widow, Black right? Widow. Maybe. But does that count as his MCU debut? I don't know. Because it's cheating. Because yeah, he's supposed to debut. So I don't know, man. This is actually they've actually kind of got me going here. Fantastic <laughs> so, Four. Reed Richards. No, no, I was kidding about Reed Richards. No, I'm going to f- too big to for the cameo in episode six. Well, it, it would five. like they, there there is on the schedule a a Marvel Fantastic Four movie. There's no date. This would be the perfect cross promotional thing to say, "Hey, guess what?" Well, you know, but, direct, um, John John Walt, John Waters is directing, and he's still finishing up Spider Man right now. Yeah, so they're not going to do anything right. without him. They're going to let him make the first move at any and. And, and that's related. What was the other thing he said in the article? It was about the actor too. What Krasinski? I don't know. Well, they don't have. They haven't cast anybody yet. No, no. I'm saying the 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 showrunner was saying the the it's a fairly known actor. I think playing this character. There, you know, the fact that nobody knows at this point, and what is it? It comes the episode five comes out Friday, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. So, like, man. What, how powerful are the Disney Marvel Ninja lawyers that nobody has leaked it completely? Like, I'm doing a search now and I'm not seeing anything. It's all speculation. Right. That's 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 some really good lawyering there. Oh, actually, no, it doesn't say the actor. It says the character is grounded, whatever mm-hmm. that means. So Henry Peter Gyrick, the the guy who always was in, worked for the government, like undermine the Avengers and yeah. the comics. Hmm. Squirrel Girl. I'm okay with that. I would be fine with I that. I don't too. think that's grounded. I would love that though. D Man. Man. Do I want to ask what that one is? He's got an old Daredevil suit and Wolverine helmet, and he's a kind of a dork character. It's kind of yeah. a gimmick. Intentionally, intentionally a dork character. That's like I mean, I got just, nothing. I mean, I got yeah. nothing. It, it could be the wizard. Who the wizard could it could be the wizard. We we have no idea. The wonderful <laughs> wizard? No, the wizard. The wizard. Oh, the wizard. Wizard, yeah. The spectacular spider kid. Mayday? Mayday. Mayday Parker. That's spectacular. Oh, Spider Girl. That's Spider Girl. Mm-hmm. No, Spider Kid. He was like. Who's Spider in, Kid? In the 80s, it was a kid who idolized. Spider-Man. Oh, the kid who loved Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid that died. Okay, that's a good story, actually. Yeah, these like these I these these guesses all suck. Yeah, well, I have I know, no I idea. Know. Yeah. Let's, uh, what do you guys think? Let us know in the comments down below. Can't be anywhere on Twitter. Can't be any worse than what we guessed. No, no. Magneto. <laughs> you are you are you are so determined for it to be Magneto. I'm gonna will that into existence. All right, all right, <laughs> all right. I think on that note, maybe we'll take our first commercial break and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, boys and girls. It's harder to spend as much time talking about Falcon Winter Soldier because everything is pretty much there. And there's not a lot of room to like, well, maybe it's this and it is. Yeah. So, you know, it's easier to keep focused on this one. WandaVision was like perfect for just sitting there and like throwing crap at a wall. Oh, a lot of crap on that show. Yeah. So we've got a little social media madness to talk about. I'm I'm sorry. Just in the throat here. Yay. Social media madness. All right. So obviously, uh, we talked about the Black Widow, the new Black Widow trailer last week, and uh, our good friend Timothy Jones chimed in, said, "I am super psyched for this. The new trailer of 
reveals even more cool stuff. On a side note, why it was no one ever said to Black Widow, my condolences. Grapes. Sour grapes. Uh, Finer newspapers. Because she's a widow. Oh, I get it. Yeah, uh, she's a widow. She's didn't take a widow. it. Didn't yeah. take it too long. <laughs> she's a widow. Yes, Tim. Even for you, that's bad. <laughs> it's 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 par for course for him. It's still bad. It is par for the course, but <sighs> yeah. <laughs> of course, we also talked about Adam Wingard, who is the director of Godzilla vs Kong, which some people haven't seen yet. Nope. Has been tapped to direct the Thunder, the live-action Thundercats movie that we've been promised for decades. Decades, now. yes. To which a random Randy Savage <coughs> from the Cult Forty Five podcast said, "Is is there an amazing storyline that this with this show? Because I don't get the appeal. I'm also not a cat person, so what person? So that might be it too. Thundercats good cartoon. The 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 current like." It is kind of dated if you like go back and watch it now. Well, um, yeah, but but there but there were some there are still some storylines from the original run that that would hold up even today. There were some pretty interesting storylines, you know. But that 2010, 2011 reboot was really good and had a lot of potential. It skewed way too old because I was watching it and they wanted nine year olds to be watching it. Yeah, yes. But well, it was a good yeah. Show. I, I don't know. The last few episodes, I think they they kind of reversed that and skewed all young and not well, that's, old enough. I mean, especially the twenty ten reboot, the not the not the current one. No, no, the twenty ten reboot, like the the one episode where they had the people that aged, uh, you know, aged their entire lives in one day. It's like I don't remember that one. Yeah, so I, I don't know, but but yeah, I mean, like there there are some good storylines. There's a reason why like nostalgia is strong with this one. So well. It's just, and we know it can be done. Like there were some good, there were really good episodes in the 2010 reboot that JD keeps alluding to that, you know, like it's got so much potential and just, we haven't seen anybody do it right yet. And yeah, like the Fantastic Four, we're not very hopeful <laughs> to ever see well, somebody do it right by it. Uh, Peter Devibus, Devilbus. Peter D. Peter D. Mm-hmm. Uh, said all right so he's excited and then uh shadow walker said i just don't want thundercats movie to turn out like transformers and ninja turtles did with none well, looking as they should keep michael bay away yes exactly that's, that's, yeah. that's 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 the secret no michael bay and you're fine i think the marvel movies have saved stuff like this because like my 2007 you know, Transformers was acceptable. And then Iron Man came along and kind of changed the game and what people expect from these, except oh, yeah. from these things. So I think you have to have a higher level of, I think people need a high, even I from mean, Thundercats, I think people want a higher goes, level. It goes back to the X-Men movie, the first X-Men movie, when they're all on the jet and he's and they have the black costumes on and mm-hmm. someone's like, oh, what do you want? Blue spandex? Mm-hmm. You know, making a joke to the original costumes, but it's like, then Marvel came along and said, hey, guess what? Here's an Iron Man suit. We made it work. Oh, here's Captain America in his costume. We made it work. Hey, those mm-hmm. costumes are pretty good in first class. Yeah. yeah. When they actually did do the blue spandex. So Yeah. Jokes yeah. on Brian Singer. Actually, a lot, lot of jokes were on Brian Singer. Yeah. Really. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm 50-50 if this, uh, this thing's ever going to happen. I wonder if it if it has a more serious tone or if they go... 
the route of Thundercats Roar that, you know, is on TV now that kids seem to like. You know, it depends on who they want. Do they want guys like us or do they want to appeal to kids, little kids? Which I don't, I'm fine if they want to do that. I just, I'm curious as to which way they go. Why can't yeah. they make a family movie that appeals to everyone? Those don't exist. It, uh, yeah, it's not. That's yes, extremely do. hard, if not, but like, you know, yeah, Avatar is the closest I can see that would like get both kids and adults. But the Cameron movie? No, not the Cameron movie. Not the, a, a, the Last Airbender. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Cameron movie is the most money making movie of all time that nobody ever saw for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, like like Janie said, it's just it's near near impossible to strike that kind of a balance, except for Looney Tunes. You know, the original Looney Tunes. You know, where half of it goes over the kids' yeah, heads and true. hits hits the adults right in the face. That's I don't true. know. I think there are. I think there are family movies. You know, it's it's easier to skew them toward kids or skew right. them older than to hit that that sweet spot. It's hard. I mean, it's not it's not <laughs> impossible, but it's just tricky to hit it. Yeah, it's 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 e- it's easier with humor, right? Because like Animaniacs and Looney Tunes mm-hmm. and all that, but it's much harder with drama. Yeah, Spielberg because, figured it out, and nobody else I can think of other than him. Yeah, are you talking about ET? ET? Well, I'm talking about half his catalog. Yeah, like you know, Back to the Future. That's a movie anyone can watch and enjoy. Star Wars, anyone can watch and enjoy. True, you know, but it's like those movies are special. You know, you don't get them all the time. Yeah, they're and they're harder to make now. You know, finding that right tone, especially I think we're a little more cynical now, so it's tricky. This is true. This is true. So, speaking of cynicism instead of humor, anyway. So, not too long ago, we spoke about Invincible over on Amazon Prime. Oh my God! Is by the end of this run, are they going to like? Are you not going to be able to see the title card anymore for all the blood? Like they'll just have blood just rivers of blood over the title card it's like wow and I, be- I believe we have someone new who wants to give tim jones a oh, run no. for his money who? david davidson said i don't understand why they call him invincible when everyone can clearly see him <laughs> what it's invisible invincible yes i get it I'd like to. I'd like to know when he starts living up to that bit, because so far he's gotten his ass kicked every time. But he doesn't die. True, and it's oh, part yeah, of the, no. In this one, pun. he should have died. He it's a pun too. The joke he is, I'm invincible, and then he gets his ass handed to him. Right. Yeah. yeah. That, like it's a. It's the pun. It's a gag that they're really punishing him for. <laughs> yes, it goes beyond gag and becomes disturbing at parts. I haven't watched past the third episode yet, but I just knowing where knowing where things go for me in the books. It's darker. Ah, that's uh, not good. Yeah, um, it's, I don't know. it's they, getting hard to watch a little uh, bit. They do a good, as long as they see it's a comic, like they do, a, the characters are so intriguing and, and, and sympathetic that it does keep you coming back. Like, because you like Mark, right? You like his mom and you like yeah. the you like the team. So you you, you come back. Eve's great. You but know, we, want kinda, to, we, we want to yeah. see some of them win, though. Well, they do. They win, I mean, just, but not a lot. So, but you're right about Eve, too. He's yeah. great. He's great. He's one of the best characters. He might be the best character on the show. And then what's this guy? The guy, the explodey guy. Like I really want to. I want to see him get hurt. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's one of the ones I want to see get hurt. Yeah, he's a dick, but he's really good at being a dick. This is true. That's his job. Mm-hmm. So, so and lastly, on social media, man. Last week, when Don was filling in for you, we talked about Falcon Winter Soldier, and he mentioned the Zemo dancing scene, and. He made a joke about wanting to release the Zemo cut. 
because apparently the the dancing the, what they they recorded was much longer than what they showed in the episode. And then of course he tweeted at us. They did use the more full length uh, scene as a promo <laughs> for the show. So yeah, that's available over on you can see it on Screen Rant. I believe it's on YouTube as well on the on the Marvel channel. It's almost hypnotic. <laughs> but there's also a new Twitter account, Zemo Dancing Two. Oh boy. At Zemo Dancing Two. And they took the clip of him dancing with him moving his arm around like this. A lot of people have done this. And they will put it to music. Any song you request. You if you message them and request a song, they will they will make the video and tweet it out with and tag you in it. That's so, awesome. This is what social media gives us. People. I mean, there's a there's a one hour looping version of him dancing that Marvel put out. Yeah, we have problems. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, there is no update for Mar- uh, Nerd Madness this week because I've been so busy, I didn't put anything out. We'll finish in May, so it's a bye week. No worries, man. So, COVID times. If you would like to be a part of Social Media Bandits, here's our good friend D Square to tell you more. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Colt 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, The Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. I'm John O'Grady's clone, by the way. (laughs) I'm John O'Grady, and I'm John O'Grady. All this more on 20 O'Grady. This is more O'Grady than anybody's really willing to handle. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's let's act like everything's normal. Thanks for that. Thanks for that, Don. And don't forget to check out the Omega Level Nerds podcast, available on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available. We're laughing because we had technical difficulties that Dave is going to remember to cut out before he releases this. Oh no, that's the best part. Release oh. the O'Grady. Release the O'Grady cut. O'Grady <laughs> cut. <laughs> oh, that meme is going to live a very long and unhappy that be, life. That, that might be the name of the episode. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Yes. Mm. <laughs> but on that note, boys and girls, mm. we're take our next commercial break. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Oh, John, 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 John. You are the O'Grady Cut. The O'Grady Cut is four hours long, but only two hours of it play in real time. <laughs> I'm, I'm the O'Grady Cut up, Dave. There's a difference. Ah, ah, ah okay. So when do you want to fit, fit in the nevers here? Well, you can, you, since you watched the show and you brought the article to my attention, John, why don't you start off the news this week? Oh, gods. 
<laughs> I have to lead. Yes. Uh, no, JD, do you did you hear about the Nevers? Okay, I, don't know. I know nothing. New show on HBO Max. Is that the Whedon show? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know it's a Whedon show. Yeah. Well, it was a Whedon show. Whedon has quote unquote stepped away. Fired his ass. Uh, I don't think he got fired. I think he actually. Well, I think he got pushed probably. And fired. I mean, like, let's be real. No one leaves a job to make money for a job to not make money. Right. Exactly. True. So, yeah. Fired his ass. He's 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 left because of quote unquote reasons, which I'm sure everybody can guess. And uh, yeah, so the, the 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 first episode aired, and it was really really good. And I'm just wondering how much of Whedon, how much of it was written by Whedon before he stepped away. I'm I'm pretty sure most of it now that I'm I bet a good chunk of it. Sure. Like yeah, remember when Daredevil came on tonight? Did a lot of the a lot of that stuff was from him. So yeah. But it, what's, it's what's the show about the show. So basically it's, was it early 1890s and a, a spaceship basically passes over London, disintegrates all these sparkly lights fall down on people. And it seems like only some of the population can a- actually saw the ship and the lights get absorbed by some people and, and those people gain powers. And then the entire population forgets that it ever happened. All they know is that from that date forward, people with powers started appearing. Sounds like a J.J. Oh. Abrams. I, I know. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a, it's it's an interesting premise, and and like after the first, I mean, the, it's 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 really it's really good. Like there's the, the people that they picked for the for the leads. So Laura Donnelly and Ann Skelly. They're really. They're they're really intense and and kind of fun in this. But the powers place, does it hmm? take place in the eighteen nineties or is this just does it take place modern day? We just have oh, it's pla- placed in the eighteen nineties. Okay, and like the the character that Anne Skelly plays, Penance Adair, can see electricity, and so she invents all this stuff. So Penance Adair, what a name! Yeah, I know, right? Penance Adair and Laura Donnelly is uh, a true. Hmm. So yeah, good good naming too. Ween's fingerprints are all over this, by the way. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they are. <laughs> like they're all over. The the I mean the 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 dialogue dialogue is pretty snappy. It's you know, but he again he's been forced to step away. I'm not sure if that'll make this better or worse. I'm not sure how. how I mean, considering well, all the stuff that's coming I, out about him, I don't know how I feel about any of this no, right no. now. I have, I'm curious because I've never worked in a writer writer's room before. But how much of it is his and how much of it is the other writers? Is that what you're thinking? I mean, usually when you have a writer's room, like you have a bunch of people contributing ideas, but like a different writer will write an episode. And typically the pilot is written by the showrunner. So there's a 90% chance this is 90% Whedon. Right, right. And then the question becomes like in today's world where it's not episodic, they kind of write an overall arcing story. How much of it was written at least for season one before you stepped away anyway? Good point. it might not affect the tone too much in season one, but if there's a season two, it could be completely That's true. different. That's true. You know, this reminds me a lot of, did you, Dave, did you ever read the new universe stuff from Marvel in the 80s? Wait, the 80s? Yeah, the Marvel New Universe. Mm-hmm. With like the star brand and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So they had this, they had this, Jim Shooter's brilliant idea for the, for the yes, shooter. 30th anniversary of Marvel was to completely reboot the universe with brand new characters. And nothing 
related to them. They eventually talked him out of it and decided just to do another like side universe. Right. It had some interesting ideas, but it wasn't the marketplace probably wasn't right for the time. But it started with this like the white event they called it where the sky turned white and all this these people had powers like in the immediate aftermath. So they gave like an origin to, it's actually a really good idea. But they actually gave an origin to this universe. So anytime someone does something like that it makes me makes me think of Marvel New Universe. Hmm. Well, that's where we didn't guide it from. <laughs> I honest, well, considering he lifted uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer from Kitty Pride. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But so, so he, uh, Whedon left in January 2021, and it was announced that uh, British screenwriter Philippa Goslett would, would be replacing him as the showrunner. She, her stuff is mostly religious. And this show is not based around a religion. So he left. He left three months ago. Less than three months ago. Uh, well, he, I mean, he was. He was. I guess basically gone. This is all him. His yeah. name just won't be on it. Yeah. At least these first couple episodes, you know, because it takes time to turn around a TV show. I bet most of the first season has said, his fingerprints all over it. Oh, I'm, I'm so, sure. The, 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 the thing is, he let's see. It says in November 2020 it was when that he was when they, he was announced that he was exiting the series, and he said from exhaustion, mm. exhaustion. Mm-hmm. But oh, again, like the hmm? only celebrities have to leave work for being exhausted. You ever notice that? Or, or, oh, or to be, or to work. spend more time I'm, with their families, right? Yes, I'm exhausted. Uh, I'm like yeah. welcome to the fucking club. <laughs> I'm um, exhausted too. Yeah. But so like, but the the thing that that I, I, I'd be really sad to see this go downhill again, because because it, it's it's so far. I mean, the, the first episode is so engaging. I cannot wait to see what the overall storyline is, because there, there's a lot of irons in the fire already, and the characters are are really fun to watch. Like they're fun to to see what they do. And there's this whole back there's 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 a lot of it's like john wick there's a lot of stuff going on in the back that hasn't been explained yet love stuff like that like there's a like there's a there's a a beggar king in this the beggar king what a great name so uh, yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting but again like they're giving it to this other this other this woman this showrunner who i i can understand why a show that result revolves around women would be given to a woman writer and producer that's that's i there's no problem with that, but all she's done is super religious stuff. That yep. is what makes me worry because th- again, this show is not religious based. There's no the the plot has no quote unquote religion around it. It's gonna have aliens in it, I guess. But you know, so here's a, something interesting that I'm thinking about it. He left the show in January. It was announced he'd leave in November 2020, but yeah, he le- he's gone oh, as so, of January. Wait, so in November. They announced that he was leaving. Yeah. So that was before, like, the only accusations against him that everyone heard at that point was just what um, Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher was saying at that point. That wasn't like. Yeah, but who was he? <clears throat> the show is is HBO Max. That's Warner Media. Right. Mm. I'm saying, think about that. So Warner knew something. Oh, they knew. Even though they said they investigated and didn't find anything. Correct. Because mm. then what, what were they going to do? Retroactively fire him again from the movie? Like, right. this whole, this whole, the, well, we did an investigation. Well, what, what's, what's, a, what is a multinational conglomeration going to do? They can't lock him in jail. 
Right. Like they fired him. They could say, oh, we didn't find anything. By the way, he's no longer working with us. So of course they, of course they know he's a piece of crap, but like what, this is the, this why it never made sense to me. This whole, oh, we're doing our own investigation and what it would be the outcome of it. Right. Yeah. They can turn state's evidence. Like, I mean, it doesn't make sense. So, I mean, this is definitely that it's all related. Of course it's all related. Well, yeah, you know? there, there's too, again, the, not again, but there, there's too many. There's too many people coming forward now, right? So, right. Well, the, right. the Buffy cast certainly did him in. Yeah, right? when none right. of them, when none of them are willing to, when no, God, nobody is willing to step up for this guy except for Jeff Johns, and that was a mistake. Who was the one that played him. the other, the other Slayer? Eliza Dushku. He'll, yeah. Now I remember hearing that she had had problems on set, mm-hmm. especially with the next, the next show. Dollhouse. Dollhouse, yes. yes. Dollhouse. And that and that like that show ended early, I think, because of something about that. And the now, ratings I, weren't great. And yeah. Well, ratings weren't great, but like there was something else. I remember some other scandal or something going on. I forget what it was. And like I wonder if that has some like she hasn't come forward and said anything. No, she but, hasn't. She, but she I know that she I'm pretty sure I remember reading that she had had problems with with being assaulted. So in my humble opinion, she may have a non-disclosure agreement. Uh, yeah, which yeah. is the other problem with the, with situations like this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Hollywood's shitty. It is apparently. Jesus. Anyway, so yeah, the, the new producer is this woman who's only done religious stuff. I I did find out that the Whedon was co-writing the scripts alongside Jane Espenson and Doug Purdy. Or Petrie, sorry, Doug Petrie. That's so, the showroom. That's the showroom. Only three writers, three uh, co-writing the script. Yeah, it's just uh, G- Jane uh, Espenson and Doug Petrie, and that's and then. So got- these were all these were all done long before they even shot, and like, yeah, this is his stories. She will be the showrunner. She's in charge of making sure it all gets done now. But, but at least they have two other writers that helped write the other. It is, but Whedon was the showrunner. Like, you know, when you're working for someone, you're writing what they want you to write, right? Yeah. Like, it's, his, I mean, like for this season, at least, it's, it's still his show. And I mean, like, honestly, the guy did make good TV shows. Like, Avengers is a good movie. Like, Firefly is a good show. Like, I mean, it's. Oh, Firefly is like, geez. I mean, look at the cult following. Yeah. The writing on that was amazing. It's ahead of its time, too ahead of its time. Yeah. But yeah, he's piece. I mean, like we have this a lot. It's the whole art artist thing. Is where do you separate the art from the artist? Some people have big. I mean, like, and that's really depends on the consumer. Like, everyone's got a different level of what they'll accept from. Like, how all humans are complicated. What level of complication takes you out? Yeah, you know, and that's you know that's up to each individual you know viewer to decide that. Yeah, you know, because I mean, Joss ain't going to jail. I mean, he's not. He's not like not they, yet. No, well, I mean, no, I don't think he's. They, I don't. Nothing has come out that he's been charged. I mean, like if the man gets arrested, that's a different story. I right. mean, there's being a piece. There's being a jerk, and then there's like True. you know Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, right. And True. we haven't heard anything like that from the most. The, now, unless I'm wrong, the most of what we heard is he's an asshole, right? And Hollywood's been run by assholes since oh 1895. So, yeah. but there, but there is the point where he's. I mean, he's literally losing all the properties that oh, he's he done. Going to, yeah, he's done. Like the Warner Brothers investigation, he's. It'll be a long time before anyone he, hires him. Yeah, and I could see him maybe getting on in a writer's room in about five, six years. But as far as like show running, it's a long time, and he's already yeah. in his fifties. So I mean, he just he's probably done. Yep. 
should write books under a pen name. Yeah. It probably does. All right. Well, let's move on. Still within the Warner Brothers camp. A movie that, you know, I actually was starting to lose faith was actually going to come out. But. New Mutants? No. <laughs> Black Adam actually started filming this week. Yay! They probably all got their COVID uh, shots and they're all ready to go. The Rock says they've got, The Rock was talking about his COVID shots on his Instagram, so yes. Yes. You know, I have so on much respect Instagram. for that man, it's amazing. Oh, he's amazing. On, on his Instagram, he, he, you know, put a picture of the, what do they call that thing? The... Oh, the slate? Yes. Yeah. It says Black Adam on it. Yes. Um, so yes, they began filming. So he eventually has... we'll see this movie. I think he's been attached to this role. And I'm not kidding. I think he's been attached to it since like 2007. I it feels like he's been attached like as soon as Man of Steel came out. I think. I think it's. Attached. I think it's long before that. I think he's literally had his finger in the spot. And I'm not kidding. Since 2007, 2008, something like that. Like this has been a long time coming for The Rock. And this, I, to be honest, I'm excited for this movie. I think he's going to do a good job. He sh- he should have he should have released a a YouTube short on it. <laughs> Like Maybe Ryan he will. Reynolds, like like De- like Deadpool, he could have gotten it much earlier if he'd done that. Yeah, but it's not like he was. It's not like The Rock hasn't been busy. True, true, and that's you're a devious, devious man, McGrady. So, so it's one of those things where it's like, yes. Yeah, so you're talking over 13 years associated with this role, and he's been busy. But it also proves that Warner Brothers isn't in a hurry to make these. They don't know what they're doing a lot of the time. Like, they aren't in a hurry, and they are. Like, okay, so the one thing I've learned from watching the Super Void Cinema stuff on YouTube is the one YouTube channel I'm, like, super addicted to, is that Warner Brothers loves to spend money on movies that never get made. They love it. They spent, I bet they spent over a billion dollars on these DC Comics movies that never see the light of day. Yeah. Is it a, is it like a loss leader kind of thing, or? I think it's just poor management, to be honest with you. Like, Oh, the poor management with Warner? That's what I'm saying. It's like they <laughs> they do this. They spend money on these movies that never... I mean, every studio does. It's fine. But they just seem to do it more than others. Yeah. Well, not only that, they'll get like a good a good show going or something and they'll cancel it. Yeah. Like, like they just, you know, even when they've got a good thing, they, they tend to destroy it. Yes, yeah. I agree with you. I just, I mean, like, it just seems like this is kind of, this is kind of what Warner Brothers does. Like, they've never been able to quite... We still don't know what we still don't know what their plan is, right? They're like, oh, the Snyderverse is gone. It's like, not really. I mean, like, maybe he's not going to be in charge of it anymore. But I mean, like, his his he's still in the DNA of it all. The rumor is that uh, Flashpoint resets the universe. But what does that even mean? What does that mean? Like, yeah. they even did that with what Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. They, I mean, that's that's their answer for everything now. Every. Every time, every small show they want to they want to do, it's going to be because of Flashpoint. I mean, and it's okay. I mean, I don't, I don't hate that. I mean, it gives us a, a jumping on point, but it can be um, overused, really. That's, but that's yeah. what DC does. Like every time they want to do stuff, they literally reboot their universe. Yep. Right. I mean, this is like we've been seeing this since 1985, and it's happened multiple times, multiple times. Yeah. So but I mean, the Flashpoint like, things getting used a lot more, like. It wasn't the comics too, though, and now it's just transferred. Like like any good IP farm, they think, oh, this this will work. We can just bust this out and keep mining it and mining it. You know, the Jeff boy, Jeff Johns really screwed his career up too, didn't he? Yeah. You know, the Jeff Johns story is just going to get a lot of player now. And to be quite frank, Flashpoint 
it's not that great a story. Right. Like there's some really good elements of it. The all the Batman stuff was really good in Flashpoint. The Thomas Wayne as Batman, the Martha Wayne as Joker. Like that whole thing was awesome. The idea of the war between Amazon and, and uh, the Amazons and Atlantis is, is an interesting idea in a vacuum. But that's like it. Like a lot of what came out of it, it wasn't like the new 52 was great. I mean, it's pretty much looked back on as a, a kind of a failure. Right. Well, they had to do rebirth in order to fix new 52. Right. Because everything came out. There was some good stuff that came out of new 52, right? Like uh, Josh Fialcott's I Vampire. Great book. Jeff Lemire on Swamp Thing. Great, uh, Jeff Lemire on Animal Man. Great book. Scott Snyder's Swamp Thing. Great book. But there's a lot of stuff that's a absolute mess. Well, they 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 ruined Wonder Woman. They 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 turned her from from you know intelligent you know like ambassador and and wise woman and warrior into just just you know a muscle man. I don't know. That could have been happening for a while. I mean, like you can make that argument that was going on for a while before that though. Like they had her killing Maxwell Lord a good decade prior to that. Yeah. Like that's not. That's not new. The only thing that Brian, that I think it was Brian Azzarello brought to that was that she's like, she's a god essentially. She's the daughter of Zeus. Yeah, that, that was the major change. I I never liked that either. But I, I always I never liked that she was fashioned from clay because that always seemed to be a story that someone tells their child. Like they'll just, it was very that even in a even in a comic world felt like a cheap. That felt cheap to me. Well, yeah, but. If you go by Greek mythology, that's it kind is. of like no, it is. acceptable. But also, so is Zeus humping everything that moves. Right. True. Yeah, that that does happen all the time. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So I mean, like it makes. I mean, it all it all works to me. I mean, Diana's still Diana, and it all depends on who's writing her. But like, yeah, I don't know, man. This whole thing. I'm very suspect on everything comes out. I'm very excited. Rock's making another movie to come back to to go back to the point. Yes. Yeah. Huh. I went way and, around. And, and, <laughs> yes, we did. And making a movie we all want to see. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Which is new. In... Wait. Wait. Ro- Us wanting to see a rock movie is new. I like seeing the rock movie. I love. I got a soft spot. I'm, I'm the wrestling guy. I got a soft yeah. spot for the rock. It's not uh, just I that. He's he's really funny. He is really funny. Like he's got great charisma. He's a good actor. Right. He knows his lane. Man gets up at four a.m. to go work out at the gym, but he really doesn't have to every day. It's respectable. My 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 favorite scene of him is in Rampage when he's cho- he's choking out a guy one of the guards, and and the the guards like grabbing his arm. He's like, no, don't fight it, man. That's a big arm. <laughs> it's like it's just as he's you know passing out. It's I mean you know he's just he's got some comedic timing and mm-hmm. and he's just he's just I mean it's fun to watch even Rampage. I love watching him. You know yeah, he's he's great. He's one of those guys. You said it best, JD. He knows his lane like. He knows he's not. I'm trying to think of a, a great actor. He's not Fred Astaire. He's not like you know. Fred Astaire, Fred Astaire. is the Sorry. first person that comes to your mind. The song and dance man. I'm just. You're right. He's definitely not Fred Astaire. He's not doing musical numbers. I'm Actually, stunned. I could, I could I'm see stunned him that, that that's where you went with that. Because I'm yeah. old. Damn. He's not a great actor. He's not Fred Astaire. But I don't think Fred Astaire is considered a great actor. To be honest with you. Chris like Christopherson? I don't know. I mean, like your second is Chris Christopherson, the country singer. Like, <laughs> not the thinking, country singer. I, I, I was trying to think of an Academy Award winner. I was going to say like Marlon Brando oh, or something go, like Brando, that, or, or uh, Gene Hackman, Hackman, if you will. Like, you know, yes, he's um, Chaplin. <laughs> yeah, he's really good at what he does. He's like. He's like, he's Arnold, but better. He's a better actor than Arnold. Oh, yeah. He is. Oh, you definitely. Know? 
And Arnold was Arnold was underrated, but I just I think Twain's better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. No, I agree. So, so we can't wait. Hopefully, you can't wait either. So, moving on, a uh, topic that we kind of talk about a lot on this show: the streaming wars. There's been a slight shift in the force of the streaming wars, just in the fact that now Netflix has become the primary output for Sony movies going forward. Interesting. For streaming going forward. Yeah, starting though in 2022, which is an interesting point because it made me think like when I first read the the, the, title, the title, I'm like, oh, does that mean like, so movies that were supposed to go in the theater this year will end up on Netflix? And it's like, no, next year or so. And then, you know. Right and they're now, also going to live there permanent like us for streaming. So like if you movie go like if Spider-Man, what's the next one? What's the No Way Home? Yeah, yeah, so No Way Home won't go to Disney Plus, even though it's firmly set in the Marvel Universe. It'll go to Netflix. How does that work? Sony owns the character. They license it to Marvel. Like they bring Marvel in to do co-productions. Marvel gets it because then they can use Spider-Man for because all all Feige really cares about is getting Spidey in those Avengers movies. I know, but Sony should, Disney should just buy Sony. I don't think they can't. I mean, Sony's not like yeah. 20th Century Fox. Like Sony's I know, I know, I know. Sony's like like I think we underestimate just how viable Sony as a corporation really is. Oh yeah, no. I mean, they're not just they're not just. You know, not like they, just movies. They, right. Hardware, computers, printers, television, and, and, PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of the most expensive camcorders. <laughs> yes, I mean, like and TVs. Yes. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're not they're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I know. But just buy the rights back. How much would could they? You know? it's, they they're not. Here's the thing. They're not for sale, Everything. right? Sony's. Sony's not if Sony was hurting like 20th Century Fox was hurting, yes, but they're not. They make money off these Spider-Man movies. Everything's for sale, JD. You're for sale. I'm for sale. If it oh. was, they would have bought you don't think Disney's tried to buy it? You don't think Disney's tried to do that? Oh, they must know. they must have by this point. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I mean, like Spider-Man. As soon as Marvel bought as soon as Disney bought Marvel, I'm sure that those talks went. Well, right I'm on. sure. I'm sure when the Amazing Spider-Man two failed, and they they brought Kevin Feige into the fold, yeah. he said, "Why don't we just take this off your hands?" And Sony said, "Shut up. Yeah, this is ours. Help yeah. us with this, or we'll keep doing bad." That's true. You know, and it's like that's why. I mean, this is the best we could hope for, right? Because they got the they got the animation license back, but they're never going to give that film license up. No. What else has Columbia put out? That's right? a good question. That's a really I good can't question. Think of anything. I think the Bond movies still. But I mean, like, other than that, it's I mean, this is what they do. They make Spider-Man movies. There's only so many Bond movies you can put out per year. One right? every couple of years. Yeah. Right? So, so not enough. Yeah, it's never gonna it's never gonna happen now. Now Sony has no reason because it's gonna it's gonna be a big blow to their film to They're gonna have to be like struggling to sell Spider-Man back. You okay, Dave? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, no, I'm fine. Sorry. Gotta... Technical aspects rule are running the Superhero Speak podcast this evening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. We've had worse. Superhero Speak brought to you by Gremlins. Yes. <laughs> yes. So Gremlins 5 in space. <laughs> so yeah, this will be interesting. There'll be an interesting partnership, I think, going forward. We'll see how we'll see how it plays out. I don't think right now it doesn't seem like it's a big deal. No. I think it just helps Netflix out really in the long run. Oh, Sony and Netflix too. Netflix, Netflix has become the Netflix has kind of become what HBO used to be, right? Mm-hmm. With putting on all the original programming. Now, I think everything's going to eventually go back to Netflix because I think we've, I think we did it, guys. I think we hit the peak of our streaming wars. I think so. Well, I, think, I mean, 
I think Paramount waited too long. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there are a few, there are a few players. I think we'll. I mean, we're gonna wind up with three or four. Three. Probably. It's gonna be like network TV all over again. You think? I do. It's, well, it's gonna be three. Like we had ABC, NBC, and CBS. Yeah. Now we're gonna have like Netflix, Disney, and then whatever anybody else can come up with. Whatever hodgepodge of Warner and I can't uh, think of like the Peacock. I mean, Hulu is like a combination of CBS and and Disney. Dis- Disney. I mean, Hulu. Hulu kind of was it. I think a lot of stuff will wind up finding its way back to Hulu. To be honest with you, because Hulu is kind of all over the place. They Hulu show the they they show stuff. They show animation from Crunchyroll and from Funimation. They show a lot of CBS stuff. Which... A lot of ABC stuff. A lot of NBC stuff. Like Hulu. Mm. Hulu is this like Swiss territory. You know, where things can still exist. I think Hulu's going to wind up getting a lot of this stuff back. Because, I mean, everyone thinks they can have their own streaming service, and it's already not working. Hulu reminds me of the the war between Fandango and MoviePhone. MoviePhone was the external company that where you, you could find out where, where all the movies were and buy tickets and, and all that. Hello. Like, Welcome like, to movie phones. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it was, you know, they were the first, like they, they were, were the first place you could actually call and, and say what, what theater you want to go to. And they would get, and then the automated thing would give you the list of genius idea. There. Yeah. But, but then the, the, the studios didn't like that. And so they formed Fandango and basically over time destroyed movie phone because they wanted they wanted that money. They didn't want a third person to have it. This is mm-hmm. this is what they tried to do with Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's just that Netflix played it really really freaking savvy and put out all the all their own, you know, they they made really good deals and they put they put out all their own material now, all their own, own movies and shows and they've got enough money and enough staying power to uh wait it out while the others fail. Since its inception, Netflix has been one of the most forward-thinking, progressively-minded companies ever. In an yeah. era where you were still going to the video store. Well, paying, they're the, one, they're the yeah. ones that killed Blockbuster. Yes. yes, they are. Yes, they are. And that is something that they – Blockbuster in the 1990s was one of the most powerful corporations in the world. Blockbuster yep. Entertainment was huge. And then Netflix killed them. They killed them with convenience. And then yep. they saw, but they were smart enough not to do, because Blockbuster did the same thing in the 80s with mom and pop video stores, right? But Netflix saw, they saw, okay, we can't do this forever. We have to be growing, yeah. right? Blockbuster was never concerned with growing. No. Like their mind of growing was just, we knew, they wanted to be like Starbucks. They wanted the Blockbuster video on every, they every tried street. Doing the, they tried doing the, the mail-in stuff near the but, end. Yeah, but I mean. Only Netflix, after Netflix. <laughs> Netflix had been doing it. And then when they were starting to do it, Netflix started thinking about streaming. Yeah. Right. And then when Netflix got into streaming, they said, all right, we can't, everyone else is going to figure this out. So we got to become our own studio. And you know where Netflix got the idea from streaming? Like, and this this is, this is like one of the big things that isn't really talked about in, in the tech world is almost every, every piece, good piece of software that you have right now, almost every technological advance you have is because of porn sites. Yes. Porn drives the technical porn world. Porn drives the tech world. At least porn, porn drove the independent film world too. Like the, I remember the Canon XL1 was the digital camera. Was the, the Swingers was the first like real film that was shot on the Canon XL1 video camera. It was the first like digital video camera to make film, and it was like the porn camera forever. Because everybody wants right. high, the highest quality. At the, the time, that streams. was the highest. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. Porn, porn is a machine, man. It just knocks stuff out. Like, yeah, yeah. They have and to keep that machine moving so and fast. And people will pay. Yes. <laughs> like, it, it's a money money machine. So, so, yeah. So, like, Netflix got the idea of streaming because the pr- first people start looking at streaming online video was the porn people. So, yeah. Because yeah. streaming takes away the stigma of getting porn. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. you can do it from your own home. You have to go to, you don't have to go to that big, uh, I remember when I, I never got to go there, but we used to have this uh, mom and pop video store by my house and they had a porn section, but it was all walled off to the side. And they like, oh, yeah. you were like clear, like everybody could clearly see you going to the porn section. Look at <laughs> that guy. He's going to get a porn. Like, and there's a shame factor to it. Yeah. Right. Or they like, man, my wife was telling me about uh, her friend got a book at the library. It was a romance book, shirtless dude on the cover. And they gave it to her in a paper <laughs> bag. And it was like, come on, man. But I mean, like there is like this whole, shame aspect to anything like that and then streaming at home solves yeah. that problem yeah oh, no yeah. no more getting vhs videos in like you know packages on your front door and marked adult diapers the, like, <laughs> speak, you speak with authority on that john <laughs> i'm sorry i one just my, you know one, I was, of my, one of my first jobs was working at uh west coast video and having to when i was working and if i was especially if i was working with one of the girls I was the one that had to go back into that section and put the videos back. Yeah. Restock the shelves there. So yeah, I'm quite familiar with those sections. That's what, that's what I was saying, man. I mean, like, yeah, you're, I, it does not surprise me at all to hear that porn drives a tech business. Mm-hmm. So yes. Yes. So, and well, we for, took a left turn there. <laughs> yes, yeah. we did. So the last article, we never talk about this show, but it is based on a comic book. And I don't know if either of you watched the show. But I didn't, I mean, I knew it was going to come to an end soon, but apparently they have announced the premiere date for the final season of The Walking Dead. I could never get into this. It was as much as I like, as much as I liked Invincible, The Walking Dead was the most depressing comic book in the world. Hmm. I just never got into it. So yeah, that'll be August 22nd. I guess none of us will be watching it, but. Does that mean the New York Comic Con badges will finally have something other than Walking Dead on them? Yes. Hopefully. (sighs) Maybe. Well, it's like maybe, when I go to a comic book convention, year. I want to see Superman on my badge. I don't want to see The Walking Dead sure, five years running. <laughs> I'm sure it's a big show, man. I'm sure yeah, they've apparently. already I'm sure they've already paid for the badges this year, but the next year, hopefully it'll be something else. Invincible. I hope that would oh. be nice. Well that it's Kirkman. Be... It's all Kirkman money. Yeah. So all right. Well then we won't spend much time on it since none of us watch the show. But for those who are watching, <laughs> or those who watch the show, August eleventh. So, I'm sorry, August 22nd. The final the final season where everybody dies in the end, I'm sure. Because like you said, it was really freaking depressing. Well, I did, ended, I did try to watch a couple of episodes and I just... Ugh. They ended the comic already, which is like a couple years ago, which is why yeah. I thought they already ended the show. Hmm. But no. Nah. They did a uh, ballsy in the comic. They just put out the final issue and didn't tell anybody. Yeah. And wow. it was like, and the like, end, they, this is it. And they like flash forward like five years or something. like, And basically they've rebuilt society in the in the book what they 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 solved the zombie problem or no they live with the zombies now it's not you know what anyway ne- necrophilia is a is acceptable in that situation i don't just live with they didn't say boink the zombies <laughs> well mr adult diapers obviously we go there so where's your head at today john not that i have to really ask <laughs> i'm like i'm trying to figure out how that works <laughs> oh, i'm sorry Man, I should be drinking right now. <laughs> I think that's the problem. I don't have anything to drink. All right, all right, all right. On the final 
article of the week. Um, oh, talking about things I'm not really sure I care about at all. So Phoebe Waller-Bridge has been cast as a female lead in a movie that starts filming not until July of next year, and that is Indiana Jones 5. They're bringing back the aliens? I, I have no... Like, what, what, what's what's the deal here? So, if Indiana Jones, right? He's seven, I saw someone do the math on this on Twitter, so I can't take credit for it. So, if Indiana Jones is born in 1899, uh-huh. can, canonically speaking, and Harrison Ford is 78 years old. So, roughly, we're talking Indiana Jones, 1970, mid-70s, mid to late 70s. Someone uh-huh. said this is going to be the story of Indiana Jones goes to see Star Wars. I had a laugh. But realistically speaking... <laughs> It's going to have to be something in the seventies. So, what are we talking about in the seventies? They, they could they well, could have him go see Star Wars because John Williams is do, doing both. <laughs> he well, did both scores. <laughs> well, uh, Phoebe uh, Waller Bridge was the voice of that robot in the Solo movie L three three seven. So, oh fun! So there is a Star Wars tie in there. Uh, There's a lot of Star Wars tie ins. Tons. Is he going to go watch it and be like, I look like that guy? So what are we seriously though? What are we gonna what could they possibly do with a nineteen seventies set Indiana Jones film? Come come up with something even more ridiculous than nuking the fridge. I well, even... I mean, like I get what they were trying for, because sci-fi films were because again in the forties, the thirties, forties was all like the serials and, and that kind of action. In the fifties they tried to do the whole B movie sci-fi thing. So what in this I mean, like we can't have Indiana Jones versus the Godfather, right? Or India Jones in space? Like, what can we do with the seventies? Keeping in keeping in like line with what the Indiana Jones movies kind of are. And what's left? You got the Ark of the Covenant. They did the, did the Ark of the Covenant. They did. Well, they the could first- do a million things. They could do him fighting Atlantis and stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, like Loch Ness it, monster. They could. Yeah, there's a million things. The Spear Destiny. Like, there's a zillion things they could do. But like the thing about it is like the the, the Raiders Lost Ark. It's like this the B movie. It's like the the sad the Saturday morning serial. Yeah. Like like to Chris kiss Chris the baby Christopher the candles. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was like this the fifties B movie sci fi thing. Mm-hmm. So what can we do in the seventies? Like. What can they ape? It's it's Jaws, well, <laughs> from Spielberg. I don't know because I mean it's it's you have explosion of sci-fi movies in the seventies. You also have what gangster? It's not the, like the birth of the gangster movies is also in the seventies. No, and they have kung, 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 kung oh, fu. Yes, exploitation movies. Exploitation movies, yeah, kung fu movies and. But how do you I, do that, with Indiana Jones? How do you make that work? Especially with him being as old as he is. Very, like, very Bring Itman in. Hmm? Oh, Itman. Oh, Itman. yeah. Bring in uh-huh. Itman and have him. And short oh, Bruce round Lee. grew up. Short round grew up to be Itman. Or Bruce Lee. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> well, Bruce Lee's dead in the seventies. Bruce Lee died in the seventies. Oh, that's right. He was sixty. Yeah. yeah. So, but yes, that's you can do. Like, I'm okay with. I'm okay with that if they wind up going exploitation film and do a martial arts Indiana Jones movie. It's stupid, but I think the idea of Indiana Jones Five is stupid. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't understand why. What they're thinking. Yeah, why they I know what they're thinking. Idea. They think they can make money, but like, is this the right thing to do? But I don't even think the diehard fans want this. No. Yeah. I don't, I don't, you know who wants this? Harrison Ford. And, yeah. And the two of them, Spielberg and Lucas. You think, think he wants that? You think he Harrison Ford doing, wants He it? wouldn't be doing it otherwise. Yeah. Harrison Ford doesn't do what he doesn't want to do. Mm, true. Not anymore, I guess. I mean, like, no. yeah, I mean, since the mid-80s, he's been like, I, this, I do what I want. I'm Harrison Ford. He only did Force Awakens so they would kill him off. Right. Well, they, he, begged, he, they begged him to do that. 
begged. Begged him to die? No, he wanted to die. He wanted to die in Jedi. He wanted to die in Empire Strikes Back. Mm. Yes, that's true. The the end of it. Yeah, which is a little short-sighted of him at that point, but like, I get it. Yeah. So you think he's going to pull a Sean Beam and get killed in this one too? No, I think he likes Indiana Jones. I don't think he actually likes Han Solo. Right, right. But I think he actually likes Indiana Jones. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, just, I don't even... He's he's so old. You can't even, like, do He's almost like, 80. Right. Yeah. He's not going to go running after anything. No, they're going to have a stunt double and, like, you know, do Well, no, but, stuff, like, he, but... even so... You can't even, like, pretend that, that like, a, a guy yeah, in his age is going can. to run after... Well... Okay, so what? They gave him bionics? The bionic yeah, I watched, man, there I, you go. <laughs> I watched John McClane go from being a guy who had to worry about glass on the floor to walking on a, walking on airplanes. Yeah, but again... I'm not saying like, that's the way to go. I'm the saying last, like... The, la- the, last sh- the last movie of that series was also quite ridiculous because he just became... Yes, that's what I said. He was walking on airplanes. That's what I'm like. He's literally and, running on an airplane ring in the last one. Yeah. And jumping like three stories down or something right. like that. And that was the thing about John McClane is he was the most human of the action heroes. Mm-hmm. So we totally went away from that. But Indiana Jones, I don't know. Like he drinks from the he, he drinks from the um, Fountain of Youth or whatever, you know? They could find a way to make it work. I just don't know if I want them to. If only they'd picked a better actor to play his son. You know, Shia, Shia LaBeouf, Jesus. You know, the more you read about that guy and how messed up his childhood was, I don't even like making fun of Shia, Shia no, LaBeouf I'm not anymore. You know? fun of him, no, just... I know, but I mean, like, because I thought the same thing, because he's absolutely terrible in that movie. He's dreadful. Right. And then you realize, if you read about the guy, and you're like, oh, you never stand I, a chance. I have nothing against him personally. It just, he wasn't the best choice to take over. The oh, he was, he was big in the moment. He was, with, yeah. with all With all of his troubles, being in Hollywood is the absolute last thing he needed. Yes, hundred yes, percent, and I feel exactly. for him because like the pressure was put on that, like to be, and I don't know, like is there? I kind of I'm okay with leaving Indiana Jones alone. Like you yeah. have three really good movies and one that I can ignore ever happened. Right <laughs> now you're gonna have two that you have to ignore. I bet this one's gonna be better. I guess it has to be right because that last one's not very good. <clears throat> so you think the last one was Genesis and this one's gonna be Dark Fate? Sure. <laughs> that that's not even I don't even know if that's good. They're both kind of bad. So, I mean, yeah. like... No, yeah, Genesis guess... was definitely the worst of them, though, right? And then Dark Fate was a little bit better. Not great, but a little bit better. See, and... I think Terminator 3 might be worse than Genesis, <laughs> to be honest with you. Terminator 3 is dog turds. Yeah, but Genesis was just, like... But I everyone, mean, everyone why ignores, even? Everyone I... the fourth one. Isn't Genesis the fourth one? Yeah. No. Genesis is the fifth one, guys. What's the fourth one? With, with Batman. That is Genesis. With Christian Bale. Yeah. No. No, no, Christian Bale's the third one. Salvation. Salvation, Salvation. right. That's it. Salvation. Salvation. I get those confused. Yes. So there's three that suck. Mm. Yeah. Salvation has moments that aren't... Salvation comes from a good place, but it's just not done very well. Yeah. Right. Bad CGI. Yeah, bad CGI. And Christian Bale is more famous for freaking out on the lighting guy who is literally fucking with light while he's trying to get a performance, which you're not supposed to do. So that is bad. But like... Yeah, man. Those movies. They should Terminator 2 is a perfect action movie. Why yeah. did we have to go on? You know? We didn't. Because money. Because, because they like money. They want Well, that's money. why that was my big problem with Terminator 3 is like Terminator 3 completely <laughs> edit Terminator 3 completely <laughs> invalidates Terminator 2, which is by far and away a better movie. Yep. It's like why did we have to now because now the die has been cast. Now we have to keep making these things. Now we're in a cycle of hell. Right. Yes. Yes. And then Dark Fate just is like, oh, those movies didn't happen. 
this is what really happened after two. Right. Well, that's but because was Genesis like, was so bad that they had to erase that timeline. Because so we're now in like the Halloween. So we're now we're in Halloween, right? <laughs> yes, uh, Halloween. Right. Everything. Uh, <laughs> Halloween. It all just kind of bases off Halloween. Halloween's Everybody, an inception. Like well, you go. It is because you go Halloween, then Halloween two. You forget Halloween three because that's something completely different. And then Halloween <laughs> four and Halloween five. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Halloween H two O says no, no, no. Halloween's four and five didn't happen, but <laughs> Halloween three also didn't happen either so h2o that's halloween 20 years later and then you have the michael myers is in the the found footage movie which i can't remember halloween resurrection i forget so you have two divergent timelines off the halloween movies Mm -hmm. then just a couple years i said no 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 halloween 2 didn't even happen (laughs) yep yep so now you have halloween 40 years later with that those two movies so you have three divergent timelines based off the original halloween movie and that's not including the rob zombie halloween (laughs) which was which is its own timeline too which is its own timeline completely yeah so and who knows what halloween 3 was doing (laughs) the season of the witch but that 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 Uh, and but it's also a perfect example and i think the terminator movies all of them are perfect examples of the the creators have an idea of what they want to do and then the movie studios take over so like with halloween i know that carpenter wrote one and two as a single story like if you watch them back to back it There's makes sense one movie yep. it's one halloween night and then the idea was every halloween wanted a different halloween story and that doesn't make sense which but that's like that's how seasons which should have been halloween two like you can't start an anthology movie on part three you I clearly get, established a chain. I get right? that. Right? So that's why that didn't work. Because if, if they'd have gone Season of the Witch is Halloween 2, maybe that would have worked better. But right. Season of the Witch also sucks. There's some really great concepts in Season of the Witch that are very poorly executed. My cousin showed that to me when I was in when I was three years old. So and it, that is why that, I am the way I am. The, so the, that, the reason movie, why the reason why you that, don't like, like that is because the silver shamrock thing is so catchy, it's still so in then, your head. So then the movie <laughs> that, <laughs> that movie bombs. <laughs> <laughs> And Carpenter needed money and they offered to buy the rights of Michael Myers and boom, we get four and five. Mm -hmm. And then he decides to return and do H2O and then the next one. And it was just like, okay. H2O is not a bad movie. The next one with Buster Rhymes is God awful. (laughs) Yeah. So, and then who did the, it was someone, somebody like reasonably famous did the, the new reboot or the deboot, which throws out that, that Lori is even Michael Myers sister. Yeah, the reboot. That's an interesting. It's so uh, thank you. It's so the Halloween movies are just the timeline is so convoluted. We could get Indiana Jones. Maybe Indiana Jones Five erases. Well, here's what's weird about Indiana Jones: Temple of Doom is a prequel. Yep. Yep. So right away you're going with what is going on here? That was a weird choice to begin with. Yes. No, I agree. And then in Last Crusade, we bring back the Nazis. Because really, who else were you going to use? Because but everyone like, liked the Nazis in the, in the first one. Well, nobody really liked the Nazis. No, oh, no, we like seeing the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> we enjoy seeing them lose. We were rooting for them. <laughs> Maybe this time they get that no, wily no, Dr. Jones. No, John, stop. <laughs> Maybe no. this time. John, you're going to get us kicked off YouTube. Stop. Oh, jeez. Everybody gets kicked off of YouTube. Yeah. So yeah, basically, I'm in team. I don't need to see another Indiana Jones movie. Yep. Yeah, uh, I I completely agree, yeah. especially because the first two were the first three are so damn good. Oh, definitely. All right, we're definitely all in agreement here. We want to know what you guys think. Indiana Jones five, yes or no? Halloween three, Halloween three point four, yes or no? 
And when are we going to reboot? And Soul do we want another Die Hard? Season of the Witch. <laughs> Let's not reboot Season of the Witch. No. See, Season of the Witch has. I actually thought about like stealing liberally from Season of the Witch. There's some really cool concepts in Season of the Witch. Yeah, there's some good horror. Yeah, in, in, yeah. A, in a reboot crazy Hollywood, that's actually not a bad idea because no one would see it coming. Yeah. You and also something that should be remade. Speaking of Carpenter, that I think would work pretty well. They live. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. The Roddy Piper one, yeah. John. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you mixed it with Q, then yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I think this I is think the time the, for that, right? But that's what I'm saying. I think that the environment that we're in now is more open to that movie than the 1987 world. Yeah. The right. conspiracy theory, the type conspiracy thing. theory type things, and like the you know the whole obey, you know I think that that would play much better to a twenty first century. I think I think one of Carpenter's biggest issues is that he was almost ahead of his time. Yeah, right. Like everybody thought the thing sucked until like nineteen ninety five, and then they people went back and looked at the thing and went, "This is amazing." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the thing is probably it's one of the greatest practical my, effects ever. It is literally like, the greatest practical effects horror movie ever made. Yeah. It stands up to this day and the characters are great. And it holds up. But for some reason, everybody thought it sucked when it came out. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's a, it's an amazing movie. Right. And that's, that's the same thing with they live, same thing with Prince of darkness, like Carpenter and same with big trouble in little China. Like these oh, are all God. movies that like, mm-hmm. that like had such great replay value that, and when they came out, people were like, this sucks. Like, it just didn't, I don't know why, but he just didn't fit in his era. Right. But everyone looks back on those four movies and like, man, these are, these are actually pretty good. Unlike Ghosts of Mars, which does suck. Oh, Ghosts of Mars is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. But Big Trouble in Little China was <laughs> Big like, Trouble in China. a cult classic. Oh yeah. yeah cinematic yeah. masterpiece. Yes. Mm. It might be his best movie. I, like, I argue with a friend back and forth on whether The Thing or Big Trouble in Little China is his best movie. And I'm like, well, they both, do, they both have such different goals. Yeah, that it's hard to compare the two of them, oh, but they yeah. both aged phenomenally. I'm gonna go with Big Trouble. Big Trouble is really good, but the thing, like the thing, is such it's such great horror, and it was such a different horror than what was coming out in that era. It had one know, of the right? most perfect endings too. It does. It does have a phenomenal ending for a horror show. Yeah. Yes, so good, mm-hmm. right? It's so much better than like the Body Snatchers remakes that got all the play, or you know, all that kind of stuff. But it just didn't. It just I think maybe it's because in the eighties, like people were kind of laughing along with horror. Right. And we yeah. like horror was kind of fun in the eighties where there's nothing like fun about the thing. The thing is horrifying. Really? No, it's not. Yeah. And it had a lot of Cronenbergism in it. Very, like, uh, people, that's a good call. Yeah. Tons of Cronenbergism. I like that. You have to kind of know, like you got to kind of get like the, the, oh, yeah. uh, the stomach sequence is phenomenal. That is very Cronenberg. You're right. Yeah. I know that before. Which which disturbs people a lot. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Cronenberg specifically is super disturbing. But that mm-hmm. sequence is like nightmare fuel. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's a really good movie, man. The dog is evil right away. No one suspects the dog. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's going to be really great nightmare fuel? An 80-year-old Indiana Jones. Yeah. All right. On that note, he rolls. He goes to roll underneath, and the, the depends comes out, and he has to like reach back before it drops. And he pulls back his depends. Harrison Ford would still beat my ass, so I shouldn't talk stuff. But yeah, no, he would do that. He's. Uh... <laughs> On that note, boys and girls, wrapping up with some recommendations from our our crew here. We'll start with John. I think I know what he's going to recommend, but we'll see. I got a couple of recommendations. You know, like first off, if you haven't started watching Invincible yet, watch it. It's getting really, really good. Otherwise, the Nevers, give it a try. That, that The first 
episode was so good that I literally cannot wait for the second episode, you know? And, and then I guess other than that, my hero academia, this season is, is it's another one where like the, the first episode is out and I'm already hooked for the next season. So, and, and, and a lot is going to change in this season really good things are going to really cool things are going to happen in this season. So there's my recommendations. Also, also I hear there's going to be a Kickstarter next, next week. Ah, and speaking of which JD. So like I said, Monday sundown, the books of Jericho volume five comes out. This is going to be my, this is the longest book I've ever written. It's twice as long as harvest moon was. I had a lot to say about vampires. (laughs) I was very surprised. So I'm actually super, super fired up. I haven't put out a Jericho book in over a year, and I'm very excited to to get this book out there. This is going to be this is this is a good one. My editor wrote me back and said, "This is your best book." So I was really excited to hear that. So I'm 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 fired up to get this one. There's going to be some cool stuff we, we give along with it. I've got some brand new short stories that go that'll that'll accompany this thing that will accompany the Kickstarter campaign. So I'm looking forward to kind of getting that ball rolling. And next week I'll get talking about that. You know, we are going to give an option. There's a lot of dying people in this book. So Isaac, Isaac going to die I again. Love, love when you die. Cause it means I get paid. Um, <laughs> so yeah. That's the, that's the big recommendation I've got is books. Jericho volume five hits Kickstarter on Monday. And I had another one that I forgot about cause I was too busy selling. Hmm. <laughs> it's a good, good thing. To have, good problem to have. Yeah. Well, as always, I would recommend you head on over to SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. Comic book reviews by our good friend D-Square. There are actually two new ones that have been put up this past week and another one coming. And yeah, I hmm, yeah, I haven't, like I said, I've been super busy, so I don't have any real recommendations other than, yeah, I don't. I got, you know, like, just be good to yourself. That's my recommendation. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. Sure. On that note, boys and girls, as always, thanks for hanging out. Don't let your cape get caught in the door. Have a good week.